Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine. Liberty-loving patriots, welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. Liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And we endeavor to bring to you the current events that you're probably not hearing in the news. But even if you are hearing them in the news, you're not hearing them from a constitutional, principled, and historical perspective is which what we do. Now, we are in Arkansas still this week. Tonight is J.C.'s class, The Morality of Resistance in Oklahoma, actually. So Salisaw, Oklahoma, which is just right over the border. And then uh, tomorrow night and Friday night, I'm going to be teaching in Jonesboro, Arkansas. And then Saturday and Sunday, I will be in Hot Springs teaching there. So we're really, really excited about the time here in Arkansas. Haven't the people, JC, been just really excited and really enthusiastic about what they're learning here yeah, it's this been week. great it's been great it's good good to see some of the young people excited yes it's really cool yes. always cool we've had a good percentage of young people in our crowds yeah. here in arkansas uh kind of like the great 20 somethings yeah 20 somethings and younger yeah and younger Teens. we actually had a law student right in the in our in our audience, uh, a young law student, and that's really exciting for me. I love, I love mentoring those to go in there and sort of disrupt the ca- apple cart. <laughs> We've got some really great law students in the Liberty First Brigade who who are uh, always contacting me on social media about. Um, their uh the shenanigans the shenanigans oh man that's such a nice way to put it jessica is our 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 most loyal law student and she's always telling on her professors (laughs) but you know what's encouraging to me jc about her telling on the professors is that she recognizes yeah right these this is the future generation of of lawyers in america that we're influencing here and i'm just man i'm super super pumped and super hyped so you know how jc you know how when you buy a new car and all of a sudden you see it everywhere you see it everywhere so i don't know if because i've got this refreshed, renewed, focused on due process, that I'm now seeing due process everywhere. But uh, that's, I've got a great due process story for us today uh, coming out of Houston. Violations? Yeah, well, 
yeah, it, it's actually um, a, a little of both. So we have a violation which has resulted in the awakening of the people, which is placing pressure on their local government and causing a change. I see, because I always see. Yes, it always seems like a sort of coordinated effort in the media, like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, well, know, we're going to show that, too. That's pretty yeah. crazy. You're going to talk about the Aurora shooting thing? I don't know if you had that on your no, agenda. No, 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 no. That's not on the that, agenda That was an today. example to me, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not a conspiracy guy, but, you know, sometimes it's hard to watch this stuff and, and you know, not have, let's say, uh, questions in your mind. And I'm not mm-hmm. talking about, you know, whether it happened and the crisis right. act or no. I'm not. That's not what I'm talking about that's we'll leave that you you you've had your show. experience with your crisis actor research I, I, no, and I'm, stuff so, so <laughs> that's all not aside. we were talking about talking that about that, about that. that okay <laughs> but the thing that stood out to me was we just you just had the the laws you know those gun confiscation laws in new mexico washington state and all these sheriffs standing up right then i mean it was like a day Later, after this thing had gained sort of national attention, the very next day, the very next there day. was a shooting in what a coincidence in Illinois, and then all the reporting was, well, see what happened was this guy he's a felon, and by law he's not supposed to have uh, this weapon. But the right. problem is the the sheriffs and law enforcement uh, didn't really go and get his gun. You know, so it was just like, okay, but he oh, wasn't wow. supposed to have it. So how did they know that they were supposed to no, go get it? No, because he's ruled a felon. Now, what the point is, it's about those laws, the gun confiscation laws, right? The same thing that so now, wait a the minute, let me sheriffs catch are this. standing against. Let now they're now, now they're highlighting. Mm. Okay, this is the problem. So they're trying to target those sheriffs that are standing and saying, mm. "See, that's the very reason." That this guy shot all these people is what these sheriffs are doing, and so you ought to be against these sheriffs. So it, it's always seems like a controlled narrative to me. Uh, so so when you say the due process is popping up, you think right. about William Barr and you know all this how easily he was confirmed, and he thinks due process is too restrictive. So not a coincidence to me. All of a sudden we have all these reports and things like, oh look look what a problem due process is. Right, exactly. You know, I, I, I didn't mention this to you. I haven't showed this to you yet. Um, but we we are being accused of being part of the Trump-Russian collusion. Well, good. Yeah, I mean, the first time I I've actually seen this publicly. No, no, seriously. Chris Ann Hall and her husband are Russian linguists. And don't you know, he spent, he spent time in Cuba. Yes. <laughs> right. So now there's this whole conspiracy the around the Hall family because we were Russian linguists yep. in the military and you spent time in, in Cuba. Cuba. <laughs> you got me. You caught me. You caught me red handed. <laughs> caught me red handed. Not to mention the fact that you were half dead what, what in I, Cuba. <laughs> what am I doing? What what was my goal? What am I doing? I don't know. We're colluding. To, to accomplish what? Uh, whatever. Well, that's the mystery, right? So we're part of the Russian collusion. Okay. Yeah. You guys so got to you guys got to flesh the- this out. <laughs> we're, like you need a website and a blog, and really you got to flesh it out so I know what I'm what I'm doing. I about fell out of my chair this morning when I saw that. I was wondering how long it would take people yeah. to to you know 
I can't the, take credit. The Liberty First haters, because they're always accusing me of some garbage. Well, I can't take credit for something <laughs> if I don't know what I'm supposed to, you know, what subversive activity I'm I know, supposed right? to be involved in. <laughs> Because I'm not going to stand and deny it. That Seriously, would be no fun. we have a serious show today. I really do. But and and there are some serious subjects. Hey, I want to I want to point out, in all fairness, um, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh wrote an interesting dissent in a in a in the Louisiana um, uh, abortion law case. Are you familiar with the Louisiana abortion law case? No, but you can thank me for that. You can thank you for that. Yes, oh yeah, I got my guy Putin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, to get Kavanaugh on the bench. So right. you're welcome. Right, right. You're welcome. <laughs> so anyway, Louisiana has passed a law that says in order to for a clinic to perform abortions. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah, you have to, the, the doctors have to have uh, a relationship with a hospital, hospital so that they can admit somebody to yeah. the hospital. Does it have to be within a certain locate, certain distance from? Yeah, yeah, and that well, they have to have, but yeah, that has to be within a, a place certain where difference. you can Im- admit a patient. You know, because if something goes but wrong, if something what are you goes do? wrong, so you got to be close to a hospital with, uh, some I don't know, trauma center or some some right. something, so you right. can, uh, you can be able to uh, send patients there if something happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so of course the uh, anti. Uh, life people start uh, fighting this, and this has been going on for a little while. Now, what has happened is they <laughs> have people. they have filed an injunction to stop the law from from taking into effect until the law school lawsuit is complete. Right, so you have this filing for the injunction. Now, I just want to be, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, I have up here the case, uh, a clipping of the case. And uh, the Supreme Court uh, found in favor of the anti-life people and in creating this injunction, right? And what's interesting here, first, number one, is that this particular case never saw the light of day in state court. Hmm. It went directly to federal court. So once again, we are circumventing the entire judicial process on the state level because people are like, well, what if the state courts side with the wrong, you know, with with against the rights of the people? Why not have the federal government come in and and be the savior? The problem is we don't have the federal government coming in and being the cleanup. We have the government coming in and being the pinch hitter. They're in here doing what the state courts are supposed to be doing. And right off the bat, the state, the, of course, the the federal courts are always are are, are generally more often going to side with the with the Against the anti life people, right? Sure. And so, anyway, here's the thing: um, Kavanaugh and uh, Thomas Alito, Gorsuch, and Kavanaugh uh, would deny the petition for the injunction but roberts sided with the liberal side of the court those who are uh, against life uh court to pass this thing now this is really really this is my this is really 
worth looking at for two reasons. Because we have said from the get-go that Kavanaugh's placement did nothing to change the court. And we even said that even if Kavanaugh would side with pro-life, that would not change Roe Wade because the constituency of the court is going to always side with the Roe cases. I, I think, and this is part of that proof. Well, Roberts is not. As long as Roberts as is there. As long as Roberts is there, yeah. this is never going to change. Now, you'll remember it wasn't too long ago that actually Kavanaugh sided with the anti-life people uh, and Gorsuch called them out in his dissent right. and said, look, you people are nuts. The only reason we denied this case was because it had uh, Planned Parenthood in the title. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. We're talking about the most recent uh, Supreme Court case on uh, abortion and challenging the laws of Louisiana, which I think is incredible. You have a state who is literally trying to protect um, the the health of everybody involved, right? The mom, the child, or whatever. The whole abortion argument is about making sure the mom is safe, right? And uh, we can't, she's got to have the right to abort because the baby might damage her health in some way. And we have Louisiana saying, okay, in light of that, what we're going to do is make sure that she's safe. So any facility that is performing an abortion has to have a doctor on staff at the time the abortion is taking place that can admit that woman to the hospital if something goes wrong. And what drives me nuts is you have these people who are so anti-life, right? You have to admit that. They're so anti, they are so passionate about this, this position that they're willing to say, you know, we don't want the, we don't want the, the, the woman to be safe like this. Right. We, we are going to deny the woman this, this safety precaution. Yeah. Well, it, and it goes back to the basis, uh, you know, goes back to these Supreme Court opinions where they say you can't do anything to make uh, access to abortion any harder, right? So you right. can't put any kind of roadblocks or stipulations or anything like that. Right. So now what we have are are this is this is made up through the Supreme Court and the interesting thing is remember remember Kavanaugh sided with the planned parenthood case the last time why did he side with the planned parenthood case last time because of precedent right, right. well in this case Gorsuch writes the entire uh dis- I'm sorry not Gorsuch but Kavanaugh um writes the entire dissent based on what? Precedent. 
So Kavanaugh is not pro-life. He is not pro-choice. Kavanaugh is pro-precedent. And so his entire argument is that this case that uh, we have, that the Supreme Court in their granting of the injunction is going against the precedent. They're misinterpreting precedent. Right. And so uh, I think so that's two things. Once again, Kavanaugh is always going to side with precedent. And number two, um, we now have the opportunity to actually stand for the state's rights to protect their people. We have an opportunity to limit the uh the federal government's authority through this Roe v. Wade opinion on the state level, and yet the Supreme Court, because of Roberts, just because of Roberts, because remember, he's a Republican appointee. So he, he neither stood for precedent nor life. Well, that's Kavanaugh's take. Is what? He said about Roberts. That's that's what he says about the current opinion. Now, of course, the current uh, the the majority say no, no, no. We actually did. We followed precedent. You guys are trying to break precedent. Okay. So you have this interpretation of precedent. Isn't that great? So not only do we have a system where we can't follow the Constitution because it's up for precedent or up for interpretation, right? Now we have precedent, which rules over the Constitution, which is also up for interpretation. My goodness. Seriously, this is the tangled web that we weave when the court's whole existence is to deceive. And so what we have now is this argument that um, the, the injunction argument is that because the uh, requirement the state is putting on there is putting an undue burden on the access to uh, on the access to to abortions because it will shut down three abortion clinics will make the abortions unavailable and um, and uh, Kavanaugh and the other three say, you know, that's just simply not true. There are uh, there will be no undue burden. And that's the whole misinterpretation of the precedent that Kavanaugh says. Kavanaugh says there's no undue burden. And the majority court says, yes, there's an un there is the possibility of an undue burden. Right. So uh, just to keep your eyes open uh, for the, the political spin that may come out of that, just to keep us focused on what is really, really going on in the Supreme Court, just like we said, one of those things, J.C., where I hate being right, Roberts is who he is, and so is Kavanaugh. As arrogant men tear up our constitution And from every direction we cry real Can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal Hey JC, we need to remind everybody about the great deal at the Liberty First uh, store the bundle, the Black History Month bundle that we have available, JC's course on um, more than victims, America's hidden black history bundled together with the class that he and I teach together called Slavery and the American Founders. These two courses available to you right now for a limited time for what's well, almost half price, isn't it? 
Yeah. So twenty eight ninety seven. Uh, each DVD on its own is twenty dollars itself. So for this time, invest in Liberty. Partner with us to share this information. And how about we work together to rescue a generation from from the lies that are being perpetrated? Uh, because I guarantee you, this truth that we have in these DVDs, you're not seeing in the mainstream media, and your kids aren't being taught it in school. These are the kind of truths that we need to bring to the forefront. And JC and I, we're only two people, right? I know that we work really hard and we're all over the country and we're on the airwaves and we're on YouTube and we're on social media. But we need you to partner with us for the sharing of this information. So go to chrisannhall.com, click on the store, and uh, then select the DVD selection. You will see the bundle there for this limited time. JC's More Than Victims. Bottom. All the way at the bottom. At the bottom of the page. All the way at the bottom of the page. page More Than Victims bundle uh, with Slavery and the American Founders. I really like that Slavery and the American Founders course, JC. I don't know if I've ever seen a more complete compilation of quotes and facts anywhere uh, available to the general public. So this segment is my due process. Well, we I guess previously was due process, but this is one that I should probably reach over here and buckle in JC because this has to do with no-knock raids. Mm. And I know JC is, this is a big thing for JC. So the Houston police chief, his name is Art Acevedo, has made the public announcement that the Houston Police Department will not engage in no-knock raids anymore. Good for him. Well, it's not because of, you know, he came to some realization that they were contrary to liberty. Somebody died. Two people and a dog. And here's the thing. They couldn't avoid it. They can't avoid this scrutiny this time because, number one, these people had committed no crime. And a man and a wife in their 50s and their pit bull are killed in their, f- in their house. Four officers are shot because an officer lied to get the warrant. He lied. That's the evidence. I'll say should say he allegedly lied about a confidential informant to get the warrant for the no knock raid. And they beat in the people's door. Right. The pit bull that belongs to the married couple attacks the office, an officer. The officer shoots the pit bull dead. The man comes out. You know, it's dark. Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody's announced anything. And he starts shooting, right? His dog is nuts. He hears gunfire. He grabs his gun. He starts shooting. He shoots an officer in the neck that goes down on the couch. The wife runs out. She jumps uh, onto the couch where the officer has fallen. Somebody, one of the officers, shoots her dead right there. And the bottom line is, The man and the wife and the dog are dead because they believe, and the the police chief says there is evidence that an officer, one or more officers, lied in order to get this warrant. And he says, I'm 99.9% sure we won't be using no-knock raids anymore. Hmm. He says, if we have to, 
we're going to have to make sure that it comes through my office first. So what are our problems with this? Obviously, no knock raid. It says because officers were shot. Obviously, um, well, not not anymore. Uh, now it's because of the outrage of the people. There was this big press conference, and all these victims from the no-knock raids came out and just stormed the the Houston police chief and the officers during this this press conference. And that's where he made this statement. I'm 99% sure we won't be using them. If for some reason there would be a specific case, that would come from my office. And he says no-knock raids are going to become like regular gas. <laughs> regular gas? Yeah, that's what he said. You know, like regular gas you put in your car. Oh. He's gonna, they're going to be, I guess maybe what he's saying is, is mostly obsolete. Okay. Right? And so. Um, he must they, be a gearhead. Something. I don't know. So we have these no-knock raids. And like I said, what happened was the officers were serving this no-knock search warrant, and the two people died. They Here's the thing. Right after the shooting, because you've got four officers in the emergency room, you've got three people and a dog dead, the first story that came out from the officers on the scene was that they were shot the minute they came in the room and all the, all the firing of the law enforcement was a response. Well, obviously. And now, because of the evidence that has come forward, the chief of police and the Houston Police Department has had to back off from that original story. Because now they have, I, I guess maybe some officers have come forward and said that's not how it happened. Because, you know, the man and the woman and the dog are dead. They're not telling any tales. So somebody had to come forward on, on, on the team and not only tell them how it really happened, but also let them know that the officer may have lied about even getting a tip. So we have no-knock raid, which is due process problem number one. Uh, but before the no-knock raid, due process problem number two is a judge issuing a warrant based on anonymous tip, anonymous confidential tip, unconfirmed. And what does the police chief have to say? I'm very confident that we're going to have criminal charges on one or more of the police officers. So that violates the. Uh, Oath or affirmation. Right. So when the Fourth exactly. Amendment says oath or affirmation means you got to have a some a somebody, a right. real person right. with knowledge of the Who accusation. Who stands before the judge and yeah. swears to the veracity of the, of the thing. So what you have, so the loophole is, well, the officer swore to the veracity. Yeah, but that's not even allowed in court. That's no. called hearsay. Right, right. So you can't issue a warrant on hearsay. Well, but that's I the mean, way. It, well, that's what we've done you, to our author, rights to due that's, process. That's not lawful, I should right. say, to issue a warrant on hearsay. But that's and what I'll you just have. say to you from the get, this is again, this is not a a real U.S. Constitution Fourth Amendment issue, but the Texas Constitution mirrors that, so it would be the exact same application here as it would be on the federal level because the Texas Constitution has the same qualifications for a warrant. And so, 
Uh, he, here's the thing. So at the press conference, the police chief says, I'm very confident we're going to have a criminal charges on one or more police officers. And then the people of the crowd who are very angry at this point in time start yelling all of them, sure. all of them. Right. Because now you have to you have to ask who actually knew that the warrant was was obtained uh, illegally. Who actually knew? And and here's the thing we need to really call into question here. Like you said, the fact that we have judges and the law permits judges to issue warrants based on hearsay, based on confidential informants. And that's just that's that's got to be unacceptable. And here's the here's problem number three, JC. If you're watching on face on YouTube, I've just pulled this up. The police chief says I'm not going to allow the Texas Rangers or the Texas state government to conduct this investigation. We're going to do it ourselves. He says, I feel very strongly that a police department that is not capable of investigating itself and finding uh, malfeasance and criminal misconduct, he said, we should shut down. And that's just not the case here. Well, I think that ought to be true for sure, but there definitely should be some oversight. I I don't think that ought to be true at all. No, no. What I'm saying is you ought to have leadership in what he's saying. You have mm-hmm. leadership. Me is what he's saying. Uh, right. You ought to have leadership that can look objectively and find misconduct and do something about it. That doesn't mean they should be able to investigate themselves. That's right. Uh, this police chief should be saying, because justice must be served, we are not going to be investigating ourselves on this issue. As a matter of fact, I welcome the state attorney general. I welcome the Texas Rangers to come in because I am confident that we have acted as as within the accordance of the law, the acted yeah. within the best judgment. This is a this is an anomaly, and there was no evidence that this officer had any kind of history of this. So, uh, and and for integrity's sake, right? Because I don't want any accusations coming against me. See, this police chief is opening himself up and his entire department to lawsuits and accusations because they're going to be investigating themselves. So I believe that a police chief of real integrity would say, no, you're right. We're going to have the Rangers come in and do this. We're going to have the state... Um, in IG look into this and we're going to back off because we have a conflict of interest in the investigation of this case. You don't agree with me? Uh, you know, this is one of my things, man. It's one of my pet peeves. And so I'm meditating within myself. I, I this is This is one of those areas <laughs> where I have zero confidence in the American people. Yeah. The, the American people are the cause of this. They support this. They blindly support uh, this low character. They blindly support uh, wrongdoing. But you agree with me that they shouldn't be investigating I, I, themselves. Yeah, but I, I do disagree, you know, slightly, you say, the state and what have you. To me, 
So when you have Texas Rangers, it's like mm-hmm. FDLE in Florida, the Florida mm-hmm. Department of Law Enforcement investigating sheriffs and police departments. They're all the same people. Yeah, so, you're right. So no, you're right there. to me, that's government investigating government. So they're, I, that's one of my things. I think there needs to be an outside board that oversees this kind of stuff. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal, our last segment of today's show. We're talking about due process, the proper role of the federal government, and now in this case of a complete disregard for due process in these no-knock raids, warrants issued without. I mean, how can you base, uh, how can you even claim that there's probable cause? You, you know, we talked about the oath or affirmation section, but how can you actually substantiate a probable cause when you don't have an identifiable source? No. And here's the thing. Our, our state constitutions mirror our federal constitution because our federal constitution was created from state constitutions and so what we have now is a situation where not only uh, are we have fourth amendment violations on the state level but we have the equivalent of six amendment violations because how are you going to confront the witnesses against you when they're confidential So there's so many violations here, JC, and you brought up the point of about the the lack of accountability. Well, think about the name internal affairs. Right. Okay, that to me on the face of it is a violation of natural law. I mean, mm-hmm. there should be no such thing. Internal affairs. Well, there's we, a no, it's okay. We'll invest. We're investigating ourselves. That's right. crazy. There should be no such thing as internal affairs. Well, according to the Houston Chronicle, who whose article we pulled for this uh, story, uh, one member of the audience, her name's Tamara Bell. She she. She was not unhappy with the whole situation anyway. She says, I do believe this officer is going to be charged with murder. But the systematic problems that exist in the undercover narcotics division will not be resolved with this officer charged with murder. Right. And that's because what I'm getting systematic. at. it's systematic. It's problems with how this, these things it's are systemic. put together, how they're conducted, uh, the stuff that, uh, that we accept. It, it's, it's really... Uh, a micro micro level of what mm-hmm. we see in the national security conversation is keep us safe. Oh, catch the bad guy. So w- people have this mentality of we'll do whatever it takes to catch the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And somehow people have a disconnect because they never see themselves as a potential bad guy, even though we have instance after instance after instance of governments and agents simply using the label of bad guy or some accusation, including false accusations, to to classify people as a threat, a bad guy, or whatever. Uh, and so as soon as that label gets up there, 
the American people don't care about due process. Well, let me make up. Let me bring this point, JC, because Richard Henry Lee said that we must protect ourselves not only from what men will do, but also from what they may do in government. And we have in government, and we have to realize, yeah, in government, not in in private life, right? Because he was talking about the reasons we have created limited government. The reasons why government is supposed to be limited and confined by written constitution. And it's because of individuals like this officer that they do exist. Because here's what happens. You have officers, you see this in the military, you see this in, in, in private corporations everywhere because it's a matter of human nature. You want to be the top dog. You want to be the one that gets the recognition. You want to be the one that gets the awards and, and the pats on the back. Well, some people will not settle for achieving those things through lawful, through, through honest measures. So what they'll do is they'll lie, they'll create circumstances, that are, are false to uplift themselves. It's the whole fake news thing, right? And so what happens is now, you be, because we don't follow the written limitations, because we allow government to make exceptions for those big picture, you know, we got to get the bad guy, we open the door for these flaws, these deficiencies in human character to take advantage of the loopholes and bring uh, and, 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 and destroy the rights of the people. The limitations, the specific limitations on government, JC, are there to guard against people just like this. And the fact that we've created these loopholes and the exceptions create situations like this. Well... I I think to the Bible, the Bible says you shall know the truth and truth shall make you free. So it's this we're trying to awaken something within people because there's something about human nature that says give us a king. They want authority to rule over them and then they will bow and let the authority do whatever they want. Well, I hope this will be a good wake up call for lots of people on the importance of due process. Learn more about that at libertyfirstuniversity.com, and we will see you tomorrow.